Hey everyone, welcome to the Freak Talks podcast where we discuss fitness, nutrition, and wellness and interview people in the fitness space who have great stories to tell, share their experiences, how fitness has influenced their life, and where they want to take it in the future. I'm your host, Seth Feldman. What's up guys? Today we're going to talk all about injuries. Yes, injuries. Everybody gets them. We're, we're going to discuss during this episode of the podcast is things that you can do to things that you can do to avoid injury, what actually causes injury, and then how you can properly recover from injury, in my personal opinion. So things that you can do to avoid injury. There's a lot of things that you can do to typically avoid some form of an injury. A lot of those are going to be things that you can do proactively. We call those prehab type movements. So if you're experiencing any sort of minor pain, minor ache, minor issue, go in and work out that body part a little bit extra before you tax it and before you work it out inside of an actual workout, right? So for instance, if we're doing an overhead pressing workout and you've got a little bit of shoulder tightness, you're probably going to want to go in a little bit early and do some banded shoulder mobility movements, grab some really light dumbbells and do some dumbbell stuff or some, you know, change plate stuff with two and a half pound plates or five pound plates, those types of things. So a, a you know, the, the, the prehab type of stuff that you can do is going to help out tremendously. Also, any sort of a static and dynamic warm-up. So stretching, static stretching, right? Stretch out the, the body parts and the specific movement patterns that you're going to be using. And then dynamic, which is going to be, you know, lifting light, light weights in the beginning in the same plane that you're going to be doing. So if you're doing an overhead press, you know, light dumbbells, empty barbell, those types of things. Just get some weight up overhead. Make sure that everything's feeling good before you actually start loading up the bar and going for those heavy lifts. You're also going to want to make sure that you're focusing on getting enough sleep, properly recovering, hydrating enough, fueling your your body properly. All of these things are going to come into how well your body is able to properly respond to the stimulus that you're going to be throwing at it during over the course of your workout. So if you're underslept, underslept, I don't know if that's proper. If you're under-recovered, if you haven't slept enough, if you're tired, if you're exhausted, if you're stressed out, if you haven't eaten well, those things are all going to affect the way that your body is able to perform in any given workout, in any given exercise pattern. Right? And that's going to kind of lead right into what we're going to discuss next, which is going to be what actually causes injury. Most people think that injury is primarily caused by you know, an imbalance or an inefficiency in a movement pattern, right? So if you're deadlifting, you're excessively rounding the back, or if you're overhead pressing, you're excessively arching your back forward or arching your chest forward, putting a lot of strain on your back. While those things definitely do attribute to injury, um, there's a lot of it that actually goes into it that isn't even really gym-related, that is more life-related and more lifestyle-related. So we actually just did a seminar at Frequency with the people from Made to Move Physical Therapy. They're a local Charleston-based physical therapy shop. They came in and they did a you know, hour-long, 90-minute or so seminar about injury prevention and mobility and those kinds of things. And one of the things they did is they drew a little cup. And then inside that cup, they wrote a bunch of things that are stressors on the central nervous system, right? So it includes work, family, significant others, kids, meal prepping, food, nutrition, sleep, rest, um, all of those things add up. And as you fill that cup up, right, what's going to happen is you're then going to attack exercise onto the very top of it. And if that cup is pretty much filled up or full at the time that you go into workout, and then you try to push your body, what's going to happen is that cup is going to overflow. And that is 
the way that they phrased it on what causes injury. Is that cup overflowed and you weren't able to properly and efficiently move the way that you're used to being able to properly and efficiently move, right? And that's exactly what happened to me. So a couple weeks ago, I was at the gym and I guess last week I was at the gym and it was Friday and I was stressed out and I was tired and I hadn't slept well all week and I'd just gotten back from vacation. So it's been a week doing, you know, things that my body isn't used to doing, eating food that I'm not used to eating, drinking, you know, just all of those things that I don't do on a typical day-to-day, week-to-week basis. Um, So I was recovering from being on vacation. I was tired. I was stressed. I hadn't slept well, right? So I was already pretty much, my cup was already pretty full going into the workout. And it was a workout that had, you know, strict press, push press, push jerk. So we were slowly incrementing the weight as the technique and as the movement pattern got a little bit more difficult. And on my final set of push jerks, on my final rep of push jerks, I overarched my back a little bit and I instantly felt something tweak in my lower back. And you know, I, I tried to push through the lift, wasn't able to get it, tried to do the the hit portion of the workout right afterwards, had to quit after one round because every movement that we were doing, just I felt it on my back. So what did I do to, you know, inflict this injury was I didn't properly listen to my body. I wasn't listening to what my body was telling me going into that workout, which is you're tired, you're stressed, you haven't slept well, you haven't eaten well this week as you're getting back into the swing of things, right? Your body isn't ready to go for a max effort lift attempt. And I did that anyways, right? So I wasn't listening to my body. I wasn't properly recovered. I wasn't rested, right? My, my central nervous system was taxed as much as it can possibly be taxed. And then I still went in and tried to do a maximum effort lift. This is where the phrase, you know, do what I say, not what I do comes into play. So what did I do? Um, I refused to let it sideline me completely, right? Now we're going to get into the things that you can do post-injury to help you recover from injury a little bit faster, a little bit better. So a lot of times what people will do when they sustain some sort of an injury, depending on what the injury is, is they will completely stop doing anything. No working out, no meal prepping, no drinking of their water, not properly, not getting enough sleep, right? Sometimes that's related to pain due to the injury. Sometimes it's just staying up late watching Netflix. Who knows? Um, That's not the way that I prefer to do things. The way that I recommend all of our members do things and the way that I personally do them is still perform some form of activity, just modify it or scale it accordingly, right? So my issue is in my lower back. I attempted to demo air squats earlier this week and that hurt. So I can't squat. I can't lunge. I can't do anything lower body. Anything upper body involves bracing the core, kind of arching your back a little bit. So I can't do anything upper body. What can I do? I can do cardio. So I've been going in and I've been hopping on the assault bike for 45 to 60 minutes every single day. And that has been my workout. So I go, I hop on the bike, put in my earphones and, you know, watch an episode of television on Netflix or Hulu or, you know, whatever I happen to be watching at the time. And that's what I'm personally doing to rehab from injury. So I'm doing the assault bike and I'm going for walks. Those are the two big things that I'm doing to ensure that I'm still getting some level of activity, even if it's not the same level of activity, or even if it's not sending the same signal to my body that I'm used to sending, which is going to be more anabolic, anaerobic, muscle building type of a signal. Right. So how does this apply to you? Depending on where your injury is, what type of injury it is, um, it's going to highly determine whether or not you're able to continue to 
move and work out and function the way that you're used to, right? If you have a lower body injury, say you have a knee tweak, you can still do everything upper body, right? You still do pressing, you still do bench press and pulls and pull-ups and all of those upper body movements that don't involve your knee, right? And then conversely, if you have an upper body issue, like say a shoulder or an elbow, um, you can still do all the squatting and all the lunging and all the, all the lower body movements that are involved in whatever program you're currently doing. All you then have to do is modify or scale the upper body portion of the workout, right? If your issue is similar to mine where it's right in that area, it's in that lower back area where you can't really do lower body and you can't really do upper body. Well, what you can do then is just low level cardio, low level steady state style of cardio, right? It's not as fun. It's not as glamorous. It's not as, you know, Instagram friendly going in and hopping on a bike for an hour, but it does continue to send a signal to your body that you're being active, you're doing work, you're continuing to push yourself to improve and get better. Even though you're dealing with something that is kind of debilitating and kind of causing you to mentally not want to go in as much, right? So just a little bit about injuries, right? Just wanted to kind of cover that for you guys since it's something that I'm currently dealing with and I figured that it would be good for, you know, other people to hear about even though, you know, whether you're going through something right now or not, right? So properly warm up, static stretching, lightly dynamic warm up, rest, recover, food, water, watch the stressors that you're putting on your central nervous system with work, family, kids, significant others, meal prepping, all that stuff. And then just really listen to your body as you're progressing through your workout. And then in the event that something does happen and you do sustain an injury, try to continue to move in a pattern or in a plane of motion that doesn't cause you significant pain, right? Whether that be low level steady state cardio, or whether that be, you know, all lower body movements or all upper body movements or very minimal scaling of various different things, depending on what, where your injury lies and what your ailment currently is. All right, guys, that's what I got for you today. Stay safe out there, work out efficiently, work out well, be able to get back in there the next day. And I'll see you next time. Hey, what's up? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Freak Talks podcast. If you found this information interesting, don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a review. It really, really helps us out. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you guys next time.